Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Hi, thank you for joining us today. Can you please introduce yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Sure. Um, My name is Alicia. I am a mother of four. So I've got two beautiful daughters and two wonderful stepsons. So ages two to 10. Um, Career-wise, my background is in marketing and events. I still work in marketing and I recently relaunched um, my interior design business um, earlier this year, which is our little abode interiors. How do you have the time to do all of this? That sounds absolutely (laughs) chaotic. It is chaotic, I can assure you. Four kids uh, keeps you busy and then trying to sort of fit work and a personal life in on top of that as well. Um, it is chaos. I'd like to think it's organised chaos, but uh, usually it's just chaos. So why have you restarted up the interiors? So um, I had a business a couple of years ago, which I um, put on hold to have a family and do a couple of other things at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had a number of people saying, look, you need to get back into it. And um, I really missed that creative aspect um, in my mm-hmm. life of doing um, design. We also, um, while I had a bit of a break, we renovated our own home, mm-hmm. which we've been in for, it be coming up to three so years now. So you took now. a break by doing more work? yes by taking on another project um but it doesn't seem like work you know I really love um renovating and um the whole process as stressful as it can be sometimes um so earlier this year I decided to um relaunch the business um which has been going really well so it's certainly keeping me busy and I'm just loving um being able to help clients again in that space of sort of design and renovations yeah so if we can take a step back, you said that you do marketing and then you also yes. have the interiors business, but how has yes. that all worked? Like, did, were you just a, did you do marketing at uni and then decide I love interiors mm. or was it more you went into interiors and then marketing? How, how's that all? Progressed? Yes. Good question. Um, so I studied a Bachelor of Business in Marketing and Management at university. Um, from there, I went into events. So I probably did 10 or 11 years um from there I progressed to marketing and I think I've always had a uh, a passion for interior design I think growing up I think my mum had a very strong influence she's a very creative person herself and um she was a stay-at-home mom and I just remember her um she you know she was always doing paintings and redecorating you know she taught me I think just how to curate a very beautiful and happy home um and I almost see that in our our eldest daughter who's four she seems to always be pinching all of my decor items and putting them in her room and saying she's making her room pretty and which drives me insane because I end up having to put everything back into its place but um 
I think I always had that um, that passion and it probably wasn't until I purchased my first home at 24, um, which we renovated, that I really sort of got that renovation bug and um, found that passion again for interior design. Um, mm-hmm. So it was after renovating um, my first property that I decided I wanted to study. So I did a diploma in interior design. Uh, renovated another property um, and then following that renovation that's when I decided to um, launch an interior design business on the side so yeah so it's been a a bit of a path (laughs) bit of a path and it's funny um, you know between sort of events and interior design there are certainly elements whilst they're very different um, Mm -hmm. industries there's a lot of elements that are the same but like there's so many small working elements you know you're working to deadlines you're constantly sort of reshuffling priorities and timelines um, and there's that sort of creative flair that you sort of need to sort of manage both so um, whilst very different there is sort of some similarities between between both yeah no that's really cool that you can identify that so you've said that you've relaunched the business um, in interiors Mm. and it's going really well how much of your marketing and business background do you think has led towards that sort of success? Do you think that you could have done it without that background? Um, look, I certainly think having um, that marketing experience and knowledge does help, and I guess, in launching a business. Um, and all of my sort of referrals all come through sort of word of mouth or my Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got, I haven't had the time to sort of re-watch a whole website yet. It is on my list of things to do. Um, but I certainly think having a marketing background does help just with, um, I guess, sort of that PR side, um, mm-hmm. you know, making sure all of your sort of marketing and images and things like that are very cohesive and tell a story that you're wanting to tell mm-hmm. and also just sort of getting through those key messages about what you're about and what you do. So definitely I think sort of that marketing side does help. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really cool. I've always wished I went into marketing before I did um, planning. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, again, very different. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who are the people that you help? Like, who are your clientele? Um, I understand that interiors can really range with the type of service offerings. So who Mm. do you target? Who are the people that you love working with? Look, it's just sort of everyday uh, people. I wouldn't say that um, my services are targeted more to that sort of high-end, um, really full service range of interior design. Um, I come from a belief that, um, you know, good design doesn't have to cost the earth and I really enjoy mm-hmm. helping clients um, pull together a very um, unique and cohesive style for their homes that doesn't necessarily have to cost them a fortune. Um, so a lot of my clients are just I mean, they sort of range, but just sort of everyday sort of people who are just looking um, for some assistance, whether it be for a project, a renovation. Um, They generally have an idea of um, what it is they want to achieve, but Mm -hmm. are just sort of struggling in regards to pulling all of those little elements together to create that really cohesive um, look and feel. Cool. So that goes from everything from, say, like the kitchen fit out to actually styling the home. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I guess the range of services, um, it does sort of differ so that, you know, there's um, one thing I've been doing a lot of is sort of colour consulting. So I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people are sort of painting their homes at the moment. (laughs) Um, 
Do you think there's so, just been a change um, in um, what maybe the trends are and that's why people are wanting to paint at the moment? I've definitely, I don't know if it's just one of those things where you sort of notice one thing and you see it everywhere, but I have noticed a lot of people painting and the colours kind a of, lot of changing a bit. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what it is or, again, um, I certainly think, you know, with people working from home more or mm -hmm. perhaps they've got, you know, because they can't travel at the moment, there's sort of more money in their back pocket to be able to do um, sort of home renovations or projects. Um, I'm not really sure what it is, but um, certainly I've had um, a lot of requests to do colour consultations. Um, there's obviously um, styling and furniture sourcing um, for a room and then there's, you know, if someone's doing a kitchen or a new build, selecting finishes, soft mm -hmm. or hard sort of finishes for that property um, to bring it all together. So it's, it's quite varied, um, just depending on the client and their project and what they're wanting to achieve. Sweet. So when a client approaches you and says, hey, I want to renovate my entire home, um, needs to be completely styled, how do you work out your service offering? Is there an actual process to determine what you actually need to do and what they want? Um, or is it so just depends on the client? Um, it, it is generally something that I take on case by case and it depends on the client's individual circumstances. So I do have, mm -hmm. I guess, set design packages for really sort of simple things. Um, and then for something that's a lot more detailed, then it's something that I have to look at um, on a case by case basis and how much time yep. is going to be required in terms of sourcing bits and pieces um, to pull that design together. Um, yep. So it just depends on the project. Um, yeah, and what that client is sort of requiring. So does that involve like a, a initial consultation to actually get an understanding? I'd imagine that's quite an intensive initial consultation. It is. So normally I would do an on-site consultation. I do have a few clients who have been sort of interstate and we've sort of just done it by sort of Skype just sort of through the sort of COVID period at the moment, the strange world <laughs> that we're interesting. living in. It, it is interesting. Uh, it's doable. It's obviously not as ideal as to being able to get on sites and sit down mm -hmm. with the client. So that initial process is that I would um, head on site, have a look at the property, sit down with the client, understand what they're wanting to achieve, what sort of styles they like, what sort of colours they like, how they live in their home. Obviously, if I'm designing a space with, for a family with young children, um, mm -hmm. it's going to be very different to, let's say, a, a corporate couple without children. Um, so there's lots of things that you just need to understand in regards to how people live in their home and their mm -hmm. lifestyles that come into um, that final design and what elements you bring into it. So, but yep. yes, there would obviously be, there is a very detailed sort of consultation at that start to sort of understand what it is that the client um, is hoping to achieve. Amazing. So if you could give one tip to people wanting to, I guess, either redecorate or restyle their home, what would it be? Is there something that consistently comes up that you feel like you are always having to tell people this is what you need to know? Um, that's a good question. I think for me it's around um, the value of getting um, a professional in on your job. So whether it be an interior designer, whether it be an architect, a building designer, a planner, whoever it is, um, I think there's this misconception that, you know, you're going to be spending all this money to do, to get this advice and this work. But, you know, one thing, I, an example I like to use is if you're looking to paint your home, you might be spending 10, 20 grand, if not more. Um, mm -hmm. It is worth spending a couple of hundred dollars on getting a colour consult to ensure that 
you you know the colors that you've got work cohesively that you're really happy with it because the last thing you want is to spend twenty thousand dollars and you end up with a color that looks nothing like what you had hoped um and you're just not going to get that return on investment so um i just think there's so much value that um, professionals in this space can bring into a project um working with a building designer or an architect on how to maximize mm -hmm. sort of space and square meter age and um just little things like that. So I think there's so much value that can be added um, in that sort of design process. So I would definitely say, and on top of that would be to engage them right at the beginning of your project as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Get everyone in, get everyone's advice in from that sort of that get go so that you can sort of implement all the advice and sort of move through that process as you go. And how do you build that team up um, personally as somebody who has renovated uh, numerous places and has had to build those teams and probably get that information straight up. Where do you find your consultants? Um, look, over the years, I've obviously built up a bit of a network in terms of sort of contractors, suppliers. Um, so there's quite a few people that I like to work with and um, still mm -hmm. recommend. Um, obviously, if you are starting from scratch, um, I guess recommendations is always a really good way to go if you've got someone who's worked with a professional or a, a contractor before who's been really happy with their experience because there's um i mean there's so many bad experiences and stories that you hear <laughs> um in that sort of construction um and renovation sort of industry so it's always good to obviously get recommendations or um engage a professional who may have contacts that they have worked with previously um who mm -hmm. they are happy to back and provide you with yeah, and what if you don't have that? Would you just go on Google or Instagram? Yeah, or? Look, I, I am yes, I'm a bit of a Googler myself. Um, another thing that I I see quite common these days is um, Facebook groups. Um, ah, okay. For like certain areas, I get a lot of people who contact me or who recommend me through sort of Facebook groups for certain suburbs as well. So I feel like that's a really big thing that people are getting on to local Facebook groups mm -hmm. and asking for recommendations in their area. Um, so look, I think it's certainly, um, if you don't have any contacts, get on Google or, or get on sort of social media, find some, and then do your research. So look at Google reviews, um, ask for any testimonials, um, you know, have a look at what they've sort of got on their website or any credentials, um, those sorts of things, obviously help to give you a better picture of what they are sort of able to provide. Excellent. That's great advice. So where to for, for you? Like what is your ideal project? What's your dream project going to look like in future? My dream project. My dream project <laughs> would be for me to be able to build or renovate a home with no budget. That would be my absolute... <laughs> With no budget. No budget. I've done three Where's renovations. Where's the challenge in that? <laughs> uh, I know. But wouldn't it be nice just to be able to just fit everything in instead of having to work to a budget? Um, that would be my dream project myself. Um, I think I might need to win the lotto in order to <laughs> be able to do that one. What would the style um, be? Is there a particular style you'd like to use or is it just you just like that opportunity to have no budget? I think just the opportunity to not be sort of hamstrung um, by a budget would be lovely. Um, our home that currently is a Queenslander, um, which we've sort of incorporated 
it's no real set style. It's a little bit Hampton, so it's a little bit coastal. It's very Queenslander. Mm-hmm. It's very light and bright, um, which is the style that I love. Um, so I'd probably do something um, very similar, but yeah, it would just be nice to be able to have, sort of have the space to work, a bit more space to work with, and a budget that yeah was had no cap on it would be lovely. Um, in terms of client work. Um, you know, I'm doing something, um, recently, um, have done a design for a psychologist's, um, office, which was a little bit different. So I normally sort of work with, um, residential projects. So that mm-hmm. was a little bit different to do something, um, out of the norm. Um, so it's nice when you sort of get those projects that, you know, just sort of challenge you creatively and a little bit different mm-hmm. to what you sort of do day to day. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's really cool. So if people want to contact you, what is the best way for them to reach out? Uh, the best way would be through my Instagram account, which is Our Little Abode. Um, so uh, it's an account that I uh, started to, I guess, sort of track the progress of our renovation a couple of years ago. And it's just sort of evolved from there into an account that I I guess it's more of a creative outlet for me uh, where I can share photos and images of our home, sort of family life, um, DIY tips, and I guess my design work as well. So, yes, if anyone wanted to get in contact, they can just send me through a DM through our little abode. And make sure they like all your posts on the way. Yes, that would be great as well. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Alicia. It's been lovely chatting. Yes, thank you so much. It's been great. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see this product in action, please head over to the Urban Planners Queensland YouTube channel. Links are in the episode notes or you can find the recordings by visiting upqld.com.au. That is upqld.com.au.